Hello, everyone, and welcome to State of the Realm, your weekly Final Fantasy XIV podcast. This week, we're all going to be Blues Brothers for this show in its entirety, and I'm sure there's a million more puns that can happen from here on out. So let's just get started talking about our post-release impressions of the first limited job in Final Fantasy XIV, The Blue Mage. I'm one of your hosts, Michael, Mr. Happy Pobrom. Of course, joining me is Sly, a.k.a. Sly the Fox, a.k.a. Sly, a.k.a. Fox, a.k.a. You, my boy, Blue. See, that one, you did that one. Little did you know years ago that it would come down to this. It's gonna be all puns tonight, isn't it? Uh, puns no. and gates. Puns and gates. Yeah, you don't, just just don't get too blue in the gills about it, Sly. It's okay. All right, all right, there you go. All right, and uh, you know what? We liked him so much last week that we decided to bring him back this week, and he's been doing some blue mage stuff. He's, he's done some things and some wads and some playing and stuff. Thanks. Yeah, we brought we brought back Ethis. Oh, oh, you did? Yeah. What did you do that for? That's a great question. I mean, there were way better guests we could have chosen, but we went they're, with you. Well, they're all busy. Wow, way to make them feel yeah. fucking special. No, it's all right. He I, started I, I it. Know. I'm, I'm the emergency, uh, you know, emergency backup. Well, I actually asked. I, I actually think I asked you first. Believe. It. <laughs> I was. Oh, yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. There Good was recovery. Just, Good recovery. Yeah. No. No. There were. There was just some uh, availability issues with uh, the people we wanted that weren't you. So, mm. okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> there, there we go. Truth comes out. I, I forgot to wear my, uh, my, my, my suit and my ball hat and my Ray-Bans today. I, I didn't realize we were doing a, a Blues Brothers bit. No, it's okay. I don't even, like, have any of that stuff. I mean, we could go, I, if you want, we could go to the ball. But that's, that's That'd about be great. it. All right, good. Let's go, then. Let's go to the ball, then. Oh, God. I mean, how did you not see that that was where that was going? I want to ask you an honest question. How did you not see that the mask was where this was going? I don't want to wrap around. <laughs> I had no idea what you were talking about. Okay. All right. Okay. That's all right. That'll, that'll, that'll come up occasionally. Uh, before we get started, though, so that way Sly doesn't give me grief for it. We do have a new format for the show. And at the start, listen, Sly, you're my, you're my backup check. You need to give me grief if I screw it up. That's the whole point. It's a good thing if you give me grief. Even before the show, I said I believe in you. Yeah, but if I don't do it, then that then that faith is shattered. I'm just I'm trying to be I'm trying to do do right by you, Sly. It's okay. Thank you. So Thank for you. anyone who hasn't been paying attention for the last oh god I think year almost at this point, Steel Series has been sponsoring the show. Uh, they've been sponsoring my personal channel for ages, and they decided, you know what, you got a podcast. Why don't you do a giveaway every month for your podcast? And I said, you know what, that would be a wonderful idea. And as such, they've been providing giveaways to stay in the realm every month. We've had winners every month. Some we've pulled on the show. Some we've pulled off the show. Regardless, if you've won, you've received an email. And if not, well, go and enter the one that's in the description of this YouTube video. If you're watching on Twitch, go to last week's YouTube video. It should still be the same link. It shouldn't change for another couple of weeks. And if you're watching it over on YouTube, just scroll down and enter it there. But thank you to, thank you to SteelSeries for sponsoring the show. Uh, we also have our Patreon sponsors, but we'll talk about them about halfway into the show as well. So, gentlemen... It's here. Mm -hmm. 
And oh boy. <laughs> this, oh boy. This show, I, I, let's just say I think we can, we can hold a, a clear head on our shoulders for this show. As much as humanly possible, because uh, I think all three of us are kind of in a, a little bit of a neutral standpoint in regards to the Blue Mage job, based on watching some of your streams and knowing my own thoughts personally. In mm. some facets, yeah. In some um, facets, absolutely. Um, you know, positive, mostly positive. Mostly positive, Okay. I was I was just about to get there. I was about to be like, so before we dive into the specifics, any sort of problems we have with the design, any things we haven't done yet, anything, because we do have to talk, even if we are, you know, okay with the current implementation, I still think it's important to talk about those. Um, okay. Overall thoughts on Blue Mage as it's been added mm -hmm. to Final Fantasy XIV? I mean, Sly, you kind of just gave me yours unless you want to elaborate. I can elaborate, but at this, go ahead. No, I'm I, like overwhelmingly positive. I think it's awesome. I think it's really, really good. I, I keep coming back to the thought that um, if it was a regular job, then I would play it up to max level and I would just forget about it and never play it again, basically. Um, but the way that it's implemented, it's I mean, I'm going to keep coming back to it. We're going to get a lot more mileage out of it. Now, I think with the first point, it's a little bit problematic in that, you know, Stormblood introduced uh two jobs that were really kind of flashy and fun and sort of flowed really well and it, it's so much about like the nature of blue mage and being a limited job and not having a set rotation and what it's about but it doesn't have the same sort of like pizzazz like it's not as fun to play as as red mage sort of in its fundaments what is fun to play about blue mage is the blue mage content like the the stuff in the carnival the sort of strategizing and the the you know, the stuff that you have to work out before you actually get in there. Okay. Uh, my own thoughts is still okay with this implementation. Have a lot of flaws to point out. And mm -hmm. uh, I'll get to this later. I, I, I don't see why it needed to be limited after now having played it. I feel I, I feel that way. And well, we'll go into that slide. I saw the look on your face. Don't worry. We'll go into that. I'll just want to say I've enjoyed it and I've had a lot of fun in regards to... Going back to old stuff, I always like when they give some sort of meaning to older content. You know, it's a common complaint in Final Fantasy XIV that, you know, oh, something's around for however many months and then the next thing is the only thing anyone does. Anything that lets you revisit it, I kind of resonate towards even things like sightseeing logs. But that doesn't mean I don't have some very clear issues with some design choices in regards to Blue Mage, whether they be oversights or just not fleshed out enough. But... uh I think we can dive into that. So, first of all, I don't know about you guys, but that hour wait after weekly reset came up, uh, me and I saw, I think you were alive too. We were all like, oh, yeah, midnight. It's going to be midnight when Blue Mage releases a Pacific. And for you, it was like 3 a.m. And then I don't know what fucking time it was in Australia. But uh, I was 6 p.m. I was fine. 6 p.m. <laughs> and then we were all, everyone's standing there like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm hmm. Where, where is it? Where huh? is it? I'm getting flashbacks uh, of the rising. No, <laughs> it's only gonna be here for three hours every three hours. Uh, yeah. Rather than just wait and limp, so I'm just gonna go do some mahjong. Uh, let me know what happens, please. And that's what happened. I went and did my 24 man and got my weekly loot. That's what I did in that hour. Yeah, I did the same thing. It worked out. Ultima, ult We're in the middle of the last phase of Ultima, and all I see in chat is it's here. <laughs> 
It's up. It's up. He's up. I'm like, good thing everything's been a one-shot pull this this instance, because I don't want to wipe on Ultima now that it's available. And uh, yeah, we kind of just dived right into it. And uh, the leveling process was pretty much as they described, where you just go around and you kill enemies. But um, I guess we kind of have to start with the premise of Blue Mage coming to Aorzi in the first place. It's a good thing we have Eth this year. Uh, mm-hmm. It's been a week, so our usual like spoiler cast limit is already gone. So talking about any of the lore on Blue Mage, anything regarding the new world that's established, um, is very much up for grabs on this show at this. So go nuts if there's anything you want to talk about in regards to that. I was actually really disappointed um, with uh, the lore and story that we got um, because we heard that it was coming from the new world and I immediately thought, oh, awesome, we're going to get like a, a lore dump on the new world and on, you know, stuff that's happening there. And we didn't. <laughs> we got the Wallachy, which is a tribe of here over there that practice blue magic and will practice a kind of magic which is based on observing, you know, the base around them. Uh, and we decided to call it blue magic because they also really like the color blue because they live next to a valley which has got a bunch of ceruleum in it so it glows blue and they like blue. It's, the it's, Lapis it's, Canyon, I believe? Yeah, Lapis Canyon, yes. yeah. Um, I, I thought the story so far has been... Not, Reminiscent not, of some of the like early class quests at some points. Like, there's not really a whole lot going on. It's just kind of establishing a route. Yeah, I just remember that several times we had an NPC being like, oh, I need to go back over to the new world. Does anyone want to come? Warrior Warrior of Light, you want to come? I was like, yeah, let's go. I got got nothing to do until March. Let's fucking do it. And then some other NPC was like, no, 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 you got to stay here. I'm like, fuck you. Do you know who I am? Are you serious? Oh. Um, a, another thing that I hadn't noticed until I was watching Mary stream it is uh, the body piece. I mean, I always knew he had a piece called the New World body, the New World yeah. like robe, and it is literally the Wallachy robe. Yeah, which mm-hmm. was which was pretty cool. I, uh, I I really like the way that set looks on the Wallachy. It's it's quite a bit different culturally than anything we mm-hmm. really have over here, and that stands out like significantly, mm-hmm. kind of like the Fabnerian mm-hmm. bustiers mm-hmm. and stuff like that. That's um, true. So I was, well, I kind of, it kind of brought that back to the light because I had forgotten that it was in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems like we're um, setting out the precedent that in the new world, the Hure uh, are quite kind of tribal um, and are going to be reminiscent of the Native Americans because uh, obviously that's what they're derivative of. Yeah. Uh, and then we've got the Mamulja, which have got the more like Aztec and Mayan aesthetic. Um, so I'm kind of, I'm kind of expecting or anticipating, and I, and I think it might be like a curious thread to explore is that the relationship that we've got here between like, you know, the the sort of civilized races and the beast races being split along these lines of like, you know, Hur and Ellison and then, you know, uh, you know, the beast races. It looks like that's going to be like inverted in the new world. And that in the new world, all the established cities are going to be ruled by beast tribes and all of the uh, more uh, uh, nomadic, uh, you know, tribal cultures are going to actually be the the here, which I think is going to be really cool. Yeah, I think the only established civilization we know of over there is Mamuk, where the Memel Jaws mm-hmm. come from. I don't think we know of mm-hmm. any other named civilization in the New World. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And the mammal jaw, they naturally know the language of Aorzi as well. There are mammal jaw here, but it seems they're capable of picking up Aorzian language. Well, the mammal jaw here explicitly yeah. all came from the new world. Yeah, but that's what I'm uh, saying. They they picked up on much. the language, so yeah. they've they've shown propensity to pick up the language very quickly. Mm -hmm. Well, the funny thing is, all peoples on Hydaelyn have a propensity to pick up the different languages because they're all derivative of Alg. Right, and then it's just a matter of exposure. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, I, that that was interesting. When do you think we, um, in terms of the new world, when do you think we kind of visit um, colonization? No, 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 not visit. Um, I don't think we'll ever colonize it. I think they're going to stay away from that from a, from a plot point. I think we'll go over there and we'll have to deal with companies who do want to colonize it. But I yeah. think that, I, I don't think that, like, the Warrior of Light or any of our company is looking, or is going to directly colonize it without butting heads in some way. Yeah. I think I think that's going to happen though. I think that that's going to be how like I I think I think when we go to the new world the narrative is going to literally be Pocahontas. I think we're going to we're going to go there as part of an expedition with Lince Lemins or whatever to establish a colony and they're going to end up butting heads with the locals and we're going to have to side with the locals. Like it's such a it's such a cliche narrative but everything they're doing with Blue Mage at the moment is <laughs> We've got an Uldan tycoon that is going over the new world because he wants to mine it for oil. And the, the native's like, no, that's a sacred ground. You can't do that. And he's like, well, I'm an industrial down citizen. I'm going to, uh, God damn it, I'm going to do it. Like, it's, uh, it's that so, yeah, it's, um, you know, so. no, just me. Okay. It's really like on the nose at the moment. And I think that when we end up actually going there, it's going to be a similar kind of narrative, honestly. Yeah. I, I, I think it's a plot point. They'll, if they do touch it, it's on the side of, we are anti-colonization regardless. I don't, I don't think yeah. any of the major nations would call would go to colonize. I think you'd see more people like, like uh, our antagonist, I suppose in the blue mage, I, I like Wastrock. I'd imagine people like mm -hmm. him, uh, you know, businessmen. Yeah, like the East Aldenard Trading Company. or But, I mean, Limsa Lamins like that. Lolorito! <laughs> yeah, syndicate. Lolorito would fucking colonize that shit in a heartbeat. I've no Oh, doubt. yeah, he'd colonize the shit out of it. Yeah, so. Um, and I, I think the Lamincins would as well, honestly. I mean, that's kind of, I mean, that's what they did already for what, you know, where kind they of. live. You know, that's mm -hmm. just, we kind of, you know, touched that subject in 4.5. As we did mm -hmm. last week with the spoiler cast, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I wasn't too impressed with it, but I don't. I'm starting to get itchy, itchy fingers when it comes to thinking about going to the new world and how soon or late it would happen. Mm -hmm. And I'm starting to. I know that they've kept secret. They're like, we deliberately didn't show you where we're going, kind of thing. Right. Yeah. I had someone ask me this yesterday on stream. They're like, what do you think the likelihood? Uh, is of the new world being like Doma was with Stormblood's announcement, being like, ah, surprise, we're going to the new world. And I said, well, I was expecting to go to Doma. We were talking about this, like the Far East had been so clearly on the cards for such a long time, and the new world has no. not been. Thavnir has been closer to that. I don't even think Thavnir's really had that, like not, even present. No, yeah, not really, not really. Like, um... Uh, Ilzabad, obviously. Yeah. We've already 
we're exploring that. Um, the southern parts uh, of Othart are another obvious yeah. one. Hingashi has been hinted at the way east, more. The eastern, yeah, the eastern side of Hingashi yeah. that we haven't gotten to see. Um, Old Charlene and the rest of the Northern Empty has been hinted at more. Like there's there's so many other places that uh, I'd be so surprised if we were just like, all right, well, forget about forget about Thavnir, forget about Hingashi, forget about the Northern Empty, forget about Southern Orthard, forget about Elizabeth. We're gonna we're going to the New World. That would be so weird. I can see the so, exploration type content like Eureka. It wouldn't surprise me for that, but that's about yeah, it. Yeah, I could see that, but I'd be kind of disappointed. Well, not all of the New World. I mean, like, you know, yeah, like, like, an, like an island off of the east coast of the New World or some shit like mm -hmm. that. Oh, we can go to Hawaii. Yeah. Well, that's off the west coast, so we'd have to yeah. go all the way to the other side of the New World, which oh, I guess technically, right. no, if we go then, if we, we go from Dova, from yeah, yeah, if we, we go, go from Hengashi, yeah. yeah, we go from Hengashi, we can go to Hawaii. There you go. Dude, Hawaii, New, New Eureka confirmed. Hawaii is the New Eureka confirmed. That would be amazing, actually. I'm all about that. <laughs> island, go island to island. There you go. Mm -hmm. Ready to go. All right, so that's kind of just poking at the Blue Mage lore a little bit, since you know we only have so much to go about. But then we have now we have to talk about the actual job, because that's right. that's kind of like where the majority of the salt and or defensive measures kick in when it comes to depending <laughs> on who you ask. So, how did we? accept the leveling process here. We knew exactly what it was going to be. It delivered exactly the way we thought it would. Um, was there any sort of, I guess, mixed reception at all into regards to going into the open world and just killing monsters? And we'll get into more specifics after your thoughts, slide. Didn't really have an issue with the way leveling was implemented. The only issue I had, and honestly, this is probably the only issue I ever have but things is people mm-hmm mm -hmm. you got the people debuff out in the world Sly yeah I think everybody got the people debuff at one point in time during the level their leveling process but yeah it's that's pretty much the only thing um I, I didn't have a problem with you know going back and um you know starting from one a again it leveled pretty quick you really didn't have you really didn't have any problems getting to 50 in, in, um, like, hell, you got to it within a couple of hours. Um, it took me a little bit longer, but not too much longer. And plus, we had all this stuff. You had all these kind of bonuses and, you know, rested EXP and, you know, gear to kind of, you know, help it along, like, probably up to 30 and in one piece up to 50. So it was really no problem in the leveling process for me. Uh, what about you, Ethis? Um, I mean, by the time I got to 50, I was like, if I have to spam thousand needles for five more minutes, I'm going <laughs> to literally explode. Um, if we get like 10,000 needles or something, <laughs> and like 51, I'm just going to be like, doesn't the boss from uh Karn hard mode use 10,000 and a hundred thousand needles? Yeah. Yeah, it does. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that's no, no, none, none of that. Um, it was just about as much as I could tolerate that thousand needle spam. Um, the thing that frustrated me with leveling and the thing that frustrates me with Blue Mage in general is, of course, the people, but in a slightly different way, is that um, this whole idea of like getting a mate at level 70 to 
kill level 70 mobs for you after you tag them. So well, you, you can't kill have... anything over 49. As soon as you kill something level 50, the EXP boost goes out the window. Right, okay, so killing things at 49. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, or, or similarly, you know, the, the trick of switching to oh, another We'll talk job. about that. We'll talk about that. Um, <clears throat> that is infuriating. Like, this is, this is the content, you know? This is, what, this is what Blue Mage is. It's always this idea of people being like, I want to do the content, but I'm going to, like, skip as much of it as I possibly can, and then I'm going to go on Reddit or the forums later, and I'm going to complain about how it was, like, dissatisfying or it wasn't enough or whatever. Like, it was so fucking easy to level up to 50 just by yourself grinding mobs. And the fact that people always insist on cheesing it. It's the same at level 50, like getting the abilities at level 50. Oh, I've that's, got a lot of words thing. about like, that. All, just just this this player's attitude of, of finding ways to, to cheese it and make it as expedient as possible. Uh, it, it just kills the, the content for them personally. Um, and I'm just like, why... Why do people do this? It's crazy. It's the nature. I, just, I don't get it. It's, it's, it's human nature. Like, it's not even like gamer nature. It's human nature. Yeah, right. People always want like a quicker way to do shit. My like again, my only issue was that, you know, me trying to do 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 it straight up and you know, level like, you know, the normal way. And mm -hmm. then I, you know, I, I get the idea to hey, well, why don't I just try something a little bit, you know above my above my um weight class and you know try to get a little bit more xp and then i go to the northern damn book club and i and then mom just sitting there you know minding my business doing like doing it normal and and everybody just comes by and just one shot everything that i hit it, like it, it i i see what you're saying it takes the wins out of your, out of your sales and mm -hmm. at that point i got frustrated to the point where i just started doing it to other people that did it to me i'm like you know i can do this too right Mm -hmm. like same thing with the sticky the sticky tongue kind of thing like where you're hitting a mob and then they sticky it to them like they mm -hmm. sticky tongue it to them i'm like i can mm -hmm. do this shit too like what is your problem let me live my life i think that's an ma thing though because again on elemental it's like if people saw that you were farming in a particular spot farming particular mobs they're like all right those are yours like oh there's there's plenty of other mobs in the zone i'll just go somewhere else and find some other ones like there was there was very very little of that in my experience, so I didn't have to deal with that so much. But you know, just what's funny about that, me, I kept having people coming into stream and telling me like, "Oh, you know, you can just do it this way." I'm like, "I want to fucking do it that way." And people are like, "Well, you're an idiot. Like, that's way faster." I'm like, "No, no, no, no. I wanted this content. Like, I want to do the content. I'm not I'm not begging for content and then like trying to do as little of the content as I can, you know, or rush it. Yeah, yeah, that's." So it's funny you mentioned that because this mm -hmm. we're going to get into the spell learning process a little bit later. But mm -hmm. uh, on JP servers, I saw mm -hmm. people were very much clear on how to learn self-destruct in Final State. Yes. In regards to... the bomb, people yeah. would just let you have it. They'd be like, all right, that's your one. In NA, yeah. it's like, oh shit, I gotta kill the fucking thing. Let's go! Bring it over here. Bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, well, I know something I'm getting from dungeons. Fuck that. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah. So you guys had it easy. I mean, you guys just, there's just more respect. I mean, I, did I say the strong arming story from Eureka? Was that last week that I mentioned that? Yeah. You, you told us, yeah, like um, asserting dominance. Yeah. I was mean. asserting dominance because I was killing mobs on the spot and another guy started killing them. I was like, fine, I'll just fucking kill them two, three at times, two, three at a time. I don't give a fuck. 
Mm-hmm. And then I died once, and then I went back and did it again. But then he left after saying something about me dying once, and I was like, I was here first. I just said, I was here first, <laughs> tongue face. That was it. In, in uh, regards to the glide bomb, I eventually I eventually had to type this. I'm I'm just trying to kill this once and get the spell. The sooner you let me get the spell, the sooner I will be one less person you have to fucking worry about. Mm. They eventually stopped. See, what I did whenever <laughs> I went into an area where people were trying to like learn a, a spell from a mob, I just mm. invite them to the party. Yeah, that's what I did. I would always just like LF, like looking for yeah. like trying to learn spell LFG. Yeah, it was pretty simple. I did that. I did that most no. most times. No, no, fuck people. But then you all get it. You all get it. You don't have to compete. You don't have to fight. You all get it. Yeah, but people don't know. Listen, we'll get it. We'll get into the misinformation of learning skills in a little bit because there's a lot of it. Despite the quest itself telling you, yes, so clear. It was very clear. It was very clear. Um, Uh, for me, I think Thousand Needles was the biggest. Here's the thing: I don't want to ever spam it the exact same thing for six hours straight, no matter what it is. Palace Mm. of the Dead. Heaven on high, the highest mm. level dungeon I could possibly do. Thousand needles. <laughs> but at least the leveling process went at such a pace that like after I was like, well, if I do, if it takes me 1000 needles to kill a mob and it takes me six mobs to get, then every six 1000 needles, I fucking gain a level, you know, <laughs> like I like to break it down on a mathematical standpoint. And then I'm like, okay, that's a level. That's a level. That's a level. Got a level. 10 minutes for a level, 12 minutes for a level, 14 minutes for a level. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, and I'm done, and that's and that's it. And then I like to push myself to see how fast I can, you know, get the process going. Like once, like, do I know the respawns on the monsters? You know, you know what? It, how many times will I miss? And what are the chances I'm missing? You know, I just like to try and get that rhythm down packed, and I get a lot of it, uh, enjoyment out of that. But by God, what I just, I kind of wish Thousand Needles didn't work that well. <laughs> I really wish it didn't, because. Well, they just had a really high miss rate or something. And I, I was like, man, I've never wanted, you know, True North just got nerfed to 90 seconds. Can I get five seconds on Swiftcast, please? Just for Blue Mage? Because <laughs> it's just that cast time, man. <laughs> Fucking cast time. Oh, it's so tedious. Oh, my God. And then I tried, and then I went into dungeons pre-50, and I was like, when they said overworld mob EXP was higher. <laughs> oh, Oh yeah, dungeons are garbage. And fates, fates. I I killed the I, I killed the yeah I killed the fate boss with I don't know. I, it took me maybe like a minute, and it gives like, mm. like worth like eight hundred more exp for the whole fate. Yeah, and I was like, like, okay, that was it. <laughs> that was it. Um, so yeah, leveling process was I'd say par for the course. Generally, mm. I would say one thing I appreciated that I didn't realize until I was I think. 47 when you learn mm. a spell you get exp yeah i didn't realize that i was learning them but i just wasn't looking at my my like exp bar or i never yeah. leveled off of that so you get a lot was, yeah when i was doing unsynced uh, runs and like just had somebody just carrying us through the fucking dungeon I, that's how i knew we, we were you're doing unsync runs getting people to cat <sighs> this is what i'm talking about you're so fucking lazy <laughs> like this is this is Blue Mage. This is the content. Just do it with your Blue Mage and your Blue Mage friends. You even yeah, you even got XP for the totem spells. I can get carried and cheese it. Okay, so you really okay? This was before I knew that I could get it from another. Like this is before uh-huh. I even thought of getting it from like the Relic Chimera. 
Uh-huh. You, you seriously want to do a full run of fucking Cutter's Cry just to get fucking get voices or uh, yeah, yeah, voices. You yeah, be, you're down. You're about. Or to- you could just wait for yeah. the carnival and do it there. <laughs> the carnival is two different places to learn the voice. I mean, I, I just yeah, I, I didn't know that either. I did Cutter's Cry a couple of times, and I was like, all right, this is a bit much. I'm just gonna wait till fifty, and yeah. then I did it with full Blue Mage parties. Yeah, I mean and that's one. Fun. Yeah, that was one. It like instance where you had an option of where you wanted to get in. I was like, well, fuck it. I'll just get it from Relic. But there are others that mm-hmm. you actually have to go through the entire fucking dungeon just to get to the mm-hmm. final boss to get it. Otherwise, you can just leave the fucking dungeon at, like, for example, um, Orem Vale. Coin, mm-hmm. coin counter. Are you, yeah. you don't get it, just fucking leave. Go yeah, back. exactly. Yeah, I was just two-manning Orem Vale um, yeah. because you can doom the first boss. You can doom coin counter. And you can just sleep most of the mobs uh, in between the two. And lock them out. Yeah. Um, yeah. There was very, really interesting ways. Or we're going to get into that, too, eventually. Interesting ways. Because I've gone and, like, experimented with doing stuff unconventionally as Blue Mage since kind of doing it both conventionally and unconventionally with, you know, level 70s and stuff throughout mm-hmm. the process. Um, we'll get mm-hmm. it. We'll definitely get into that because that's an interesting point. But, um, Evan, you're talking about doing content with four Blue Mages, right? Yeah. Do you mind if I show a clip of my one of my experiences with a full party of blue mages? Oh, please! It's it's hilarious. So I had an instance where we it was a few level seventeens, level sixteen. We went into Tamtara, and none of us had Mighty Guard, White Wind, or and some of and I didn't even have Off Guard at this point. I think I think I had like four spells, and I hadn't visited the guy. So I had Sticky Tongue, and I we didn't have a way of tanking the bosses. (laughs) So I. I can't. I kind of came up with my own way of tanking the bosses, <laughs> um, in which let's see. I'll skip ahead to write about here. Yeah. So this is this was my experience with tanking on on Blue Mage without Mighty Guard, and I uh, it was three in the morning, so I wheezed like someone who didn't have lungs. And uh, if you're watching, I found this. I found this. Mildly, mildly entertaining as a method to tank, <laughs> to tank a low-level boss. Because uh, uh, I don't, I don't think he much appreciated it. But <laughs> doing shit like this made me have a lot more fun day one than I, I maybe would have anticipated. Because right. it was incredibly, I you, dude, if you did this in a normal dungeon, they would fucking boot your ass on the next fucking pull. <laughs> That's. <laughs> Oh, it's so good though. It was. It was. It was. I was just like cackling, like. (laughs) (laughs) And there's been a lot of fun situations like that with doing full Mm -hmm. blue mage parties for Mm -hmm. for stuff because it's it's not in any way better than doing it with normal people like Mm -hmm. normal compositions, but it's fucking hilarious. (laughs) I've I've been determined to do all the level fifty skills for the primals with uh, blue mage only parties. And we're getting through it, but like you get one or two clears, and then Somebody, half the party are like, yeah. oh, why? Why don't we just? Uh, why don't I just switch to level seventy? Or like, why don't we just go like four four? I'm like, nah, dude, get out. You kidding me? It's all about that. Oh yeah, I'll, like, I'll have I'll have words about that. Don't worry. I okay. All right. Well, we'll get to that later then. Yeah, but I mean, we're we're kind of learning the topic. So about learning mm-hmm. spells on mm-hmm. Blue Mage, I was shocked this. 
and I'm gonna, I'm not including the primal skills, which are a whole nother topic. I was surprised that the majority of the skills were as quick to pick up as they were. Mm-hmm. I fully anticipated, like, by level, like, 6, you'd want to stop and grind out a spell, and it might take you 10, 15, 20. Like, I fully expected it to be like that. Like, when you go out of your way to get a spell, like, you're hard committing to, like, sitting there until you learn it. And you are, Mm -hmm. but it was surprisingly quick. I don't know if you guys were as surprised at how quickly you were learning at least the overworld and maybe some of the dungeon abilities. Not exactly. I mean... When we saw the um, the live letter, he even said when, when he was getting the spells, I'm not in God mode. This is how you're going to get a spell. So I had the expectation that it wouldn't take too long for, you know, lower level spells, primals and everything beyond 50. I understand. Yeah. And we're kind of seeing that now. I'm feeling that. But, you know, the um, the overworld spells. Nah, nah, I wasn't surprised. What about you, Athos? Um, yeah, at low level, I was expecting to get them like pretty quickly within sort of three or four tries. But the uh, the drop off is like really, really steep between like the three star and the four star in particular. And I was a little bit surprised by that. It was like, uh, it went, yeah, when I, when I when I got up to voice, I was like, all right, it'll take like a couple of runs. And uh, <laughs> well, in a couple of runs, and I was like, oh, okay, I guess this is the point where they start to get a little bit more hectic. And And with the primals, Again, it's like, okay, this is more what I was expecting, you know? I almost, I don't wish that the overworld spells were harder to get, per se. But I, I, I don't know, I expected, I just expected them to stretch it out. I expected them to want you to, to have to go way out of it. I guess I think all the way back to the days of the sightseeing logs when they first came out. Because to me, Blue Mage is a sightseeing log you fight with. Like that's it's it's kind of how I I relate the content as a collectible in a sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And I just remember the absolute fuckery that was sightseeing logs, a realm reborn original sightseeing logs, waiting yeah. for it to rain in Camp Drybone, and it rained like yeah. once every four fucking real life days. And I totally expected Bloom H to be that kind of time killer. I was mm. pleasantly surprised it wasn't, but I think it did shorten the life of the job for anyone who's just looking to complete everything one-to-one and then be done. Mm. Well, I think that we'll, we'll find that um, when we're getting spells above level 50, they're going to be more like that. I'm kind of, I'm kind of expecting like open world spells in the heavens ward zones are going to be more like the four star, five star kind of proc rate. Um, I, I think it was important to have them really, really easy at the lower levels so that you could kind of like spread out the pack a little bit more because, you know, we had like a million people trying to get these same spells at the same time on, uh, on week one. And I don't think it will necessarily be quite the same when, uh, whenever the next update is. What about you, Sly? How did, how did, how did you, how do you feel like they'll treat overworld spells? Do you think they'll, they'll make them rare? Or do you think that this kind of par for the course for all overworld spells? I think once we get to uh, the 60 spells, it'll pre- pretty much be the same. Well, what about what about the spells from 50 to 60? Like any overworld spells you might be able to pick up from like 51, 52, etc. Probably the same. Uh, you, it want, They want you to... I kind of felt like they wanted to give you a, um, a positive outlook before you had to go to Atma... Atma kind of levels of hate. They lied to you. They wanted to lie to you. 
<laughs> Give you yeah, hope. We start, we start getting all these myths about Ooh. how we get fucking primal spells. And <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so yeah, I thought like just making overworld spells a lot easier to get than you know primal and beyond. Um, yeah, it's it's just keep it this way, please. Please. Mm. That's a good point. Like grinding an open world spell for two hours, that's not fun. No, grinding anything fun. for two hours starts to wear on your conscience. Well, I think when you're doing it with Blue Mage only parties, it's a lot of fun. Um, I think it's really, really cool. Like particularly, so I, I've been trying to um, get together a party for uh, Titan Extreme Blue Mage only, mm -hmm. um, and man, the tank swaps for that are hilarious. Well, it's literally well, the guy who needs to take aggro goes Mighty Guard and does one White Wind, and the other guy uses Lucid. Yeah, um, but you know, damage is going out, and other people are using White Wind and stuff, and it's like a, a little bit of a mess. Um, you can just barely take two stacks with full Vid accessories. We worked out, and that's pretty cool. Um, you can deep freeze the bombs in Titan, and they won't explode. Pick a spot. Deep freeze a bomb, and that's a safe zone. Like, there's so much fun stuff that you can do with a Blue Mage only party. Um, but it's it's difficult, and I was trying to get parties to do it that, like, I don't know. I don't know what the attitude is, but people are dying to landslides and way to the land, and I'm like, you guys know that this is, like, a challenge mode thing, right? Like, maybe... I gotta move? <laughs> yeah, like, maybe, maybe work out how to do the fight before we try and do it, you know, yeah. this way. Um, but no, I, I, I really like that. So, so doing it like that, farming it for hours is a lot of fun. Doing it with, you know, one level 70, like carrying you, um, while you just kind of sit there and fiddle with your butthole for hours. That's not fun. That's, that's, that's not fun. And again, like this is, this is like the end game blue mage content that we're talking about here. And if people are bored with, with blue mage or finding it like unsatisfying and stuff, it's probably because they're doing it like that. I, I can't help but feel, you know, to some degree, I, I get what you're saying, but man, if I did 101 Shivas again, and those are all eight blue parties, exactly. mm -hmm. I might, I no. might not agree with you entirely. <laughs> I give it about 10, 20 runs after that. I'm like, okay, really fuck this shit. Like, All right. Okay. Fair enough. Um, but I will say that I think dungeons, full full uh, dungeon blue mages, full blue mage dungeons, that no matter mm -hmm. what was never frustrating to me. Like if we didn't learn something in one run on a full a, a dungeon run with full blue mage, that never once frustrated me because you fucking destroy everything in the dungeons yeah. as a blue mage, <laughs> even at level because they're all. It's one of the few places where everything is susceptible to all the bullshit yeah. you can do. Yeah. You got one guy doing level five petrifying drills. You got another guy deep freezing and doing high volt uh deep freezing and doing uh ram's voice you got another guy doing aqua breath and doing high and then all of a sudden everything's fucking dead and it didn't mm. hit anybody like it couldn't even hurt the person because it had six different forms of cc on it mm -hmm. there is the downside that blue mages don't have a traditional res at yeah. all that's kind yeah. of one of the major drawbacks to doing full blue mage stuff they have transfusion but uh i don't think the blue mage is like you know what you learn it in case we kill it. I don't want to. I, I think it's the one thing that makes like full blue mage stuff really kind of challenging and compelling. Because it's one life. Movie. It's one life and yeah. you're done. 
Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, so you can't go in there and just spam like, you know, final sting and self-destruct to get someone to res you. Like you actually have to, you know, except on the trash. (laughs) Yeah. On the trash. If you don't mind running back, you can do it as much as you want. Yeah. No, I I mean more with like the primals and stuff. Yeah. It's like, you have to play smart and it's like, it's kind of reminiscent of doing them in ARR again. It's kind of like you're learning them again in, in a way. It's a lot of fun. I definitely thought so. Like that Tamtara is not the only run that that went like that. Wanderer's Palace mm. with the uh, the Tomberry King was an interesting one because he's <laughs> fucking lethal if you mm. do him normally. So we ended up having to Acorn Bomb the mini Tomberries and kill the boss before <laughs> the big Tomberries got to us. Mm. And that was shit. I would have ne- I would have never considered doing that dungeon that way ever if mm-hmm. not for the threat of dying on the final mm. boss there. And that different outlook is what I have enjoyed about Blue. I'm not looking at things like I've looked at them for the past five years. Right. I do feel there's a good bit of fun, but at this, when you've done over 100 Shivas, if you've done them on eight Blue Mage parties, then I want you to come to me and tell me <laughs> that. Uh, I'll, I'll, like, I want to rip my dick off and throw it out a window by the time I get to that point. I have, I have no doubt, but I won't regret it. I'll be like, yeah. This is this is what I wanted. I wanted it to be frustrating, you know. I want Blue Mage to be frustrating. That's the kind of content that that I, that I want. I mean, I like being frustrated at raids, but mm-hmm. I don't know that I want to be frustrated for that long. I don't mm-hmm. mind. Like, here's the thing: on a first clear, I don't mind being frustrated. I would love to beat everything with eight Blue Mages. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that a hundred times. Or yeah. up to, uh, or more than a hundred times. I sometimes mm-hmm. didn't even want to do the fucking 09 Savage the fucking following week. Because I'm like, alright, just whatever, don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. And that's once a week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this We're talking about like a hundred plus times to learn one mm-hmm. fuck... How okay? I guess I should ask both of you. You guys already know where I stand on Blue Mage in terms of spells learned. Sly, how's your primal progress been? <laughs> For our audio listeners, no, his microphone is not broken. He's just staring at me. Uh, yeah. Just, yeah. That's, That's it. So zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm the same. Hey, I did get I, missile. Yay. But that's not really a primal, so. Congratulations. Mm. Well done. And Ethis, I think you said two. No, I don't have any primal abilities yet. No, and I'm I'm What's okay with that <laughs> because like other half, one, you know. The other half of the party got, um, Garuda. Oh no, they dipped and. Oh, stayed. that's really shitty. Oh no. I'm going to give you the order in which I got them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Four Garudas. Okay. One Titan. What? Fuck you. Fuck you. Eat a dick. Uh, then I had to stay around for another hour and a half to not get the other half of the party. Right. So. Good on you. Good on you, though. Mm. You're the real MVP. Oh, Ooh. you haven't heard anything yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, you. <laughs> uh, the next on the list is... Ramu, which mm-hmm. I think the first party got in about 45 minutes, and then it took four hours for me to get mine. 
Oh. And we did extreme, not hard mode. So mm -hmm. then Leviathan took three tries for me to get, and then I had then it mm -hmm. took us another thirty something tries to get it for the other half. Mm -hmm. Then Shiva took me on one day. I I think I did it eighteen times, and another day I did it eighty nine times. <laughs> so on the hundred and seventh, approximately, because I don't know exactly how many times I did it on Tuesday, that's when I got Glass Dance, and then it took twelve more to get the other half. So a hundred and one <laughs> Shivas that day. Oh my god! Now that's two and a half minute Shiva runs at this. Not mm -hmm. these six, seven minute full blue mage runs. I would mm -hmm. like to point out mm -hmm. to you right now. Mm -hmm. That's really shit RNG though. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I needed that it's reassurance. The other ones, though. Like getting them in like one or two tries is ridiculous. And then and then Ifrit we did in an eight blue mage party for the most part. And that we mm -hmm. learned I mean I had gone on and off because I didn't we didn't know normal mode was bugged. And there were some mm -hmm. people claiming they got it from normal mode anyway. Um, and on hard mode, I think that took like 30 or 40, but like uh, that mm -hmm. day alone, it was maybe like eight. What the mm -hmm. day I actually got it. So that's what I'm looking at. But that's also after throwing away, like, sorry, nine hours of normal mode runs because I didn't know it was bugged. Oh dear. Like you can still get it from normal effort. I don't doubt that bugs aren't all inclusive. But it mm -hmm. definitely fucked the vast majority of us. I'm just saying. Because I can solo him in like 24 seconds and get her and, you know, and see eruption once. But, uh, man, the fact that neither of you have any, I don't know if we could talk about this. <laughs> I mean, we've been trying. Yeah, and I guess that's kind of the point. I guess it depends on how you look at them. Do you look at the... Because the primal spells, by the way, are totally not mandatory for mm -hmm. carnival stuff. Oh, of course. I've done all the carnival stuff. Yeah. Have you done the achievements? Uh, no. You should. You should. We're going we're gonna to talk about them without spoiling what they are. Because I, I didn't let my chat spoil me on how to do them. I figured them out from scratch. Mm -hmm. And it was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. um, they are mandatory for that at all. You can get all the achievements without them. Mm -hmm. Do you think that excuses the low drop rate or do you because like it depends on the if you're looking you at them. them the fact that you don't need them mm -hmm. do you think that excuses in any way yeah the drop absolutely rate? Look, my the way i see it is that once i've got 49 spells i'm done like that's it i'm i'm gonna i might play blue mage like for the for the weekly carnival stuff um i want to do all the extreme modes at least once i want to uh, do all of coil at least once with an a blue mage party but like getting the spells the content and once you've got them you, you're done that's it that's that's blue mage see you next blue mage update right yeah okay that's what i was gonna say do you view them as the equivalent of a primal mount in a sense yeah in terms of a goal yeah basically yeah, yeah. Would you accept getting a totem and then eventually being able to learn it? I guess the thing is, I want to gauge if you would be okay with an alternative to the these drop rates. Because I think that I, these drop rates have dissuaded people because there's no guaranteed progress. And that's been a constant kind of what, thorn. What I want, what I really, really want is if you go in with a Blue Mage only party, then the boss will drop 
uh, an extra coffer, and that coffer will have some Blue Mage exclusive shit. Yeah, like, like either, a totem for the skill or something. Yeah, either either a totem or a totem and a chance of a weapon or some other glamour or whatever. But yeah, I, I want there to be uh, rewards for doing it the Blue Mage way, basically, and not cheesing it and not getting carried and just doing it with a full group of Blue Mages. I, I want I want that to be uh, better incentivized because it's because it's fun and like I've been filling up parties doing it, but I feel like it could be, like I say, better better incentivized, and it'd get more longevity um, out of the job, and it'd also make it slightly less frustrating to be running these primals over and over and over and over and over. Okay, then. So, how long do you think Blue Mage will stay relevant? How long do I think Blue Mage will stay relevant? I don't. I don't At least until the next Blue Mage patch. How long do you think it's going to stay? I don't know if it's relevant now. I don't think being relevant is really the point of Blue Mage, is it? I'll agree like with it's you side there. content. It's it's side content. It's fun, it's compelling content. side content, but it's side content. It's side content, yes, but like it it's in the same breath as you know, new primals. You mm. do them, and once you do them, like you get everything you can out of it, weapon, doggo, mount, whatever, what have you, and mm. move on. Mm. You can put this in the same breath as a primal. You get all the skills, get all the achievements, you move on. Mm -hmm. So, people who like are having the Atmos experience and not getting anything out of it right now because of um, mm -hmm. really bad RNG, mm -hmm. um, they're gonna want something like a totem to kind of speed it up and help me or help them get you know through it to the point where okay, I can kind of you know move on to other stuff, mm -hmm. or what have you. I, I I just I'm in the same boat as at this year. I I want something to incentivize full blue mage parties because i do think that's the best mm -hmm. way to enjoy it um whether that be a minor wallaki totem for everyone that's on blue mage to like pick up a spell if they don't learn it in 20 30 40 whatever like a you know a decent number of tries um or I mean, they stick with the 99 that's fine yeah but that's still i mean i, I going back to 108 shivas you know i'm still and by then <laughs> <That's slightly less. laughs> Yeah, it's slightly less. You know, I would have saved some time on all of them mm -hmm. except one. I think all Blue Mage parties should realistically just have a way higher chance of getting the skill. Like, outright. Just like... A lot of the, people thought initially that because of the statement he made where it was... Well, I swapped scenes back to the other thing and it's just a Twitch chat on the screen. Because I went like this and hit spacebar and it swapped to the media scene again. Um, people thought that because of the way it was worded, like, well, if one blue mage learns it, everyone learns it. We all kind of took that as if you have more than one blue mage, you have higher odds. You don't. No, he, he Yoshida, like, clarified on that point during the live letter. He said, if, if it's not, I think the way he worded it is that if you're in a party, it's a party role. Like, yeah, it's still everyone, everyone will learn it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, but, it's not like you roll and then you roll and then you roll. And if one gets it, they all get it. It's like, it's literally the same role. It's just that rather than the role being for the individual, it's for the party when right. it dies. Right. And uh, I think that's not, I don't think that's necessarily a mistake, but I do think that in increasing the drop rate for a full blue age party would be a good idea going forward. Mm. I feel. Because that gets people to try it that way. No one wants to try it that way if they know a level 70 can just burn through it 
for them? Well, no, no, no one. Like I said, I've been filling up these parties and people tend to get frustrated after about an hour and like want to, uh, you know, duck out or cheese or whatever. But like people, people are willing to give it a go. So I don't think it needs a higher rate. I, I just think that the totems would be a good idea. But what I would really like is some, some primal weapons, you know, just like purely glamour primal weapons that can only drop if you're a blue mage only party, you know? Anything. Anything. Mm. And yeah, just, just anything like that. Yeah. Um, what have you done with eight blues so far? What have I done with eight blues? Successfully. Um, successfully, uh, the hard modes. Okay. Uh, I have worked out how to do most of the extreme modes and it's just about getting a competent party together that's not just like randos out of pf um but yeah i intend i intend to do all the extremes i intend to do all of uh all of coil and i think it's perfectly doable it is i know one i know one through five is doable at the very least and Mm -hmm. diamondback works on uh terra flare instead of the tank lb3 Mm -hmm. yeah so uh I think it's doable too. I think it's gonna be rough. I know I've been mm-hmm. attempting the solo shit. I worked out that I could solo it for hard mode. Yeah, it takes about forty five minutes, but I can, <laughs> but I can do it because he doesn't have a heart in rage. So, uh, oh jeez. Yeah, and I solo turn two, and I don't think I could solo turn five. I I think I could solo yeah, turn I four. I came to the realization that you can solo turn two. Uh, you just have to have the proper skills. I didn't even have like half the proper skills, like post 50 proper skills. And mm. I got through um, the navigation. What is it? The, the first node. Um, a little, little bit of spam, but yeah, it, it works out. Well, Doom works on all of those nodes. <laughs> so if you, you, what you can do is you can sit right outside the nodes arena and you just spam Doom. If you get it, walk into the arena. If you don't, let it reset until you actually land Doom. It's pretty fucking hilarious to do that. I've, I, you can do that for farming skills too. You, you can you can do that with the first boss of Keeper of the Lake to learn Flamethrower. You can do that with the mm-hmm. first boss of Wanderer's Palace Hard Mode to learn Fire Angon. You can do it in quite a few places actually. But I'm curious to see because a lot of I feel like the soloing for like turn four and shit's gonna because you can doom everything in turn four and you can tail screw everything in turn four. So it's a matter of how many I can land or how, how much I can eat energy, yeah. yeah, it's a matter of how much I can actually land doom. And how mm-hmm. frequently, you know, how staying, how much I can stay alive too, because mm-hmm. you're not that tanky even mm-hmm. with Mighty Guard. Well, you could just, uh, you could probably do it with four blue mages and just oh, have honey, like, you do it too. I have no doubt you could do yeah. it with two. Mm. I just think have one do- designated Doomer and one designated Healer. <laughs> one designated Mighty Guard, White Wind Spammer. One designated Doomer. Yeah. And I think, and I think, yeah. if you do it fast enough, I think you could do mm-hmm. it. And in mm. some cases, you could both do them. But mm. anything that is, I think you could do turn five with two blue mages. I think it'd be tough, but I think you could do it because I think you can doom the adds. And the problem is staying alive against the dragons long enough to kill them. You can survive Twintanya really easily. She's actually really easy in the early phase. But okay. And by the what way, I'm talking. You have to wait until I'm talking about enrage strat. You have to literally hold yeah, Twintanya until enrage, and then right, kill her there. Yeah, I think you could do that. Maybe. All right. Um. But yeah, I don't know. I think I think that's the fascinating part for me with Blue Mage is doing these unconventional things because yes. I, 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 you know what? I I think back to Zeno soloing Titan Extreme. Like that was mm-hmm. the first time I think someone looked at content and said, "Wow, 
soloing old shit can be like insanely like tight and mm-hmm. like awesome to watch. And Blue Mage is not as insanely tight as that. It's a much drawn, more drawn out process. But that kind of ever since that video and that happening, I feel like mm-hmm. stuff like soloing Palace, Heaven on High, soloing Old Primals, like it has its own kind of, I guess, content around it that's like kind of mm-hmm. less conventional. And when people find ways around that kind of stuff, it's it's intriguing to me. Well, the Mask Carnival felt like that as well. Like it was kind of designed around that idea. It's like it's more about thinking about how to approach the encounter in a way that would sort of, you know, expedite it and kind of use the toolkit that you have. Um, I mean, we know that the Mask Carnival was designed by Mr. Ozma and like it it really shows. Um, and you can really feel his like fingerprints all over Blue Mage when you go and try and work out these strategies with ARR content with it. And I, I love that. I think that's so much fun, honestly. I think it's really, really fun, really compelling. And the longevity for that is, um, again, it's, it's just a case of if, if Blue Mage wasn't like this, then I would get it to level 70 and I'd probably never touch it again. But I'm going to keep coming back to it now because of the way they've designed it as a limited job. It doesn't ha- I don't think it has to be a limited job, but I'm, glad that it is okay yeah we're gonna we're gonna touch on that point a little bit later um before we do that we're at about the halfway point of the show um after that we are going to talk a little bit about limited job we are going to talk about the carnival i think there's actually some things i really want to talk about regarding the carnival but first we have to thank our patreon sponsors uh as stated i'll probably stop saying it after this week's show even though we have a a a break there's no show next week because kingdom Hearts three um we do have a new thing where we're trying to spread out the stuff we always used to stack at the end and that way you know we get to shout people out in the beginning of the show middle of the show in case people don't make it all the way to the end and don't get to hear our sponsor shout outs and stuff so for our midway show we want to thank our patreon sponsors who have been supporting the show through hashtag demonetize it's about probably about last january i think it was about you know beginning of new year last year when that kind of really took over and was affecting a lot of channels in particular um we have a multitude of them. We, of course, first have our Patrons of Light, who I do not want to be held up by that. Who, uh, you know what? A Blue Mage picture for a Blue Mage show. Kuja Cross from Genova. I'm not too surprised. <laughs> and it's Ethis's favorite kind of picture. Uh, flying Chub. He That's loves, amazing. He loves the Flying Chubs. I don't think anybody would ever deny that from Ethis. Um, so thank you, Kucha Cross from Genova. And we also have Kurnai Oni as well. I have to do a quick swap of the images unless I want to make a whole other scene. Who's still swimming over at Biako. There's some other images he sent me, but a lot of them are of different angles of him swimming at Biako. And I like this one. Because this one really <laughs> is the don't, I don't give a fuck. This is, this water is nice angle <laughs> with what's going on over there. So I don't know why I said Biako. I said Seriu. And neither of you caught it. So that's snack. Listen, they're all just, they're fucking easy. That's all, they, that's, they share that, all right? Regardless. Anyway, thank you for our patrons of Light for sponsoring the show. We, of course, have all of our other sponsors as well. Sly, I couldn't even see the look on your face. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. What I if, haven't done it in the past few weeks, so. But uh, the look on your face tells me how you feel about it, though. That's, that's, that's the problem. Go ahead, Habs. 
We have our standard <laughs> State of the Realm Patreon sponsors. Nyrick Vizlo, the Fist of Frogger, Krista Uzuki, Trace Demeter from Midgard, Raijin Ventinus from Cactar, Carol, Ray, Senshi, Shadow Link on the Tomberry server, Dom, Sukawake from Genova, Lamillionella, Vickers Armor, Saren the Fennel Family, Jano Yatsu, Kifka the Great Eagles on Exodus, Katayoshi from Kajada, Ski Funny from Ragnarok, Riley R. West Off the Purple Warrior, Edge of Grid Seal on Exodus, Lexi Valentine, Mentara the Revivus FC. Just because you're not typing PogChamp doesn't mean you get to tell them to do it. Mentara the Revivus FC from Zodiac, Sour Cream and Chives from Genova, Renault, Chikara, Goichi Falfer, and Off Siren. Phoenix Down FC on Goblin. I heard that. Saren from Zodiac, and those are the standard sponsors. And I know it's Ethos because I can recognize his fucking keyboard sound. Then we have our elite sponsors. We have uh, Vapa Tiama from Diablos. We have more. We have. Oh, well, I meant to change Morgan's because he actually gave me a different display name. So actually, I can grab that in about two seconds. That way, I can give him the right thing. That would be Shadow Ari of Brynhildr. So actually, let me take a bit of a hashtag professionalism moment and adjust that right now so it doesn't happen in the future. Good thing I remembered that, and I can see the chat. I'm really, I, you know, I have eyes, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm not bad at that. Uh, we have Zeravir of Coral, Alchemy, Shinka, Casual Heroes, FC on Maker's Summit, Tatchstock on Hyperion, Kanazuki from Genova, Ustarla on Coral, Sathal, Sarah Frost from Behemoth, Holy Tabasco, Crash 015, Strani FC on Ultras, Kat Kazuma, Ignis Fager from Excalibur, Blester Fanfret, Not Quarters from Excalibur, Chromus Moonscar, Private Mikey, Nighting Kirasami, Rudy Rudiger, Kill Ackman, Royal Junior, and Kiltastic Jones. So thank you. Wow. Thank you to thank everyone. You so much. Um, that's in hashtag demonetized. Nice yeah. PogChamps. Thank you for, yes, thank you for taking up the mantle of PogChamp. In Far that's in Faros's name. Don't forget. Yeah. I'm amazed there weren't more Faros pogs in there. Yeah, at least it wasn't Kappas. That's a good point. That was, <laughs> that's that's a real good point coming out of our chat. <laughs> All right. So getting back onto our Blue Mage topic. The next topic is indeed the one thing that was designed for Blue Mage here, the Mask Carnival. Mm-hmm. Now, as a reminder, I know I think there's been slight mention of it already, but Sly, how many have you done? I know it's not all of it. Not all, like maybe four or five. Four or five. Four or five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. FS, you said you did all of them. That is correct. Yes. I That's have done, correct. I have done all of them and the achievements and the weekly challenges for both last week and this week. Which, if you haven't done the one for this week's not too bad. The Mass Carnival for me is the center of potential that isn't all there. Hmm. Which is something I often use to describe stuff like Eureka and other content when it first enters the game in Final Fantasy XIV. If that is deemed fair. So, Sly, since you don't have much experience with it, what is your current thoughts? Why have you only done four or five? Like, why are you still out learning spells before you focus on finishing the carnival or anything like that? What is its appeal to you? Lack of appeal? Any of that? Uh, there's no lack of appeal. I mean, I'm I eventually want to do everything. It's just uh, preparation. Uh, I'd rather have you know some of the better spells. I mean, yes, it, there is challenge in attempting to do it with the current spells you have uh, at fifty. Um, rather than, you know, waiting until you get primal spells and whatnot. Um, and I, like, I don't mind, you know, doing it without those spells. Again, like, that's that's stu- solo stupid shit is what I call it. And, like, <laughs> like, I've always been akin to solo stupid shit, like, doing shit unsynced with my Dragoon, seeing how much I can do. Um, For once, it wasn't me. Nice. For once, um, it wasn't me. 
is, is the garbage man. I'm sorry. But why are you still here? Hmm? Got him. <laughs> it was too easy. I'm fine. I'm good. I know okay. you are. Sorry. You, you know I didn't mean it. Mostly. I'm but sorry. Yeah, I, I don't. Oh, here, here. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't mind it. I'll. I'll probably eventually try the rest of them. You know, with the current skill set I have, and see how far I can get. Mm. Yeah, it's not. It's not a bad. It's not a bad deal. I like it. I think you should. What What I really enjoyed uh, going through them was that I look at like the, the the preview we see all the the resistances and stuff and i'm like oh man i don't have the kit to do this properly how the fuck am i going to do this um and trying to kind of work out a kind of tier two strat for it um and then getting it done and thinking wow that was tough this is going to be so cool when i can come back when i've got this skill and this skill and i can just right. absolutely like mow over it in like 20 seconds that's going to be so much fun um <laughs> So I yeah I I think doing it with an incomplete kit is uh is really cool. It's rewarding. It's challenging. It's more mm. it's more along the lines of like, you know, don't threaten me with a good time. I want to see. <laughs> like you can't do that, Sly. You don't have the skills. Don't threaten me with a good time, boy. I yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I like I like chat brought up what I was about to say. You mentioned a tier two shred. What he means by that is moon flute, off guard, peculiar light boost, boom. Or staying. Yeah. Or staying. Yeah. And yeah. that was kind of my big... I was kind of upset that that worked on so many so well. I was a little like, well... Because I, I did I did all of them without that first. Mm. I had all 49 yeah. spells before I even touched the carnival. Mm. And I was just like, not... Well, I had 47 and then I learned the last two from the carnival. Mm. But mm. I still didn't boom my way through the carnival. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I wanted to see all the gimmicks they, they kind of intended for you to do, whether or not yeah. you had to do them. But then I was like, well, I, I think I'm just gonna boom the rest of them. <laughs> I think at this point I might as well just boom it all. And Toad Oil, yeah, can't forget Toad Oil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of, it was, it, it was reminiscent of Thousand Needles while leveling for me. Mm. In that, kind of wish this wasn't as effective as it was, or I mm-hmm. wish, um. So there's a, a hidden feat in there that's not an achievement called Smarter, Not Harder. And you get, mm-hmm. it's it's minus 30,000 points if you oh only God. use one skill to beat the whole stage. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's so good. I kind of wish there was one for for self-destruct and final sting that kind mm-hmm. of operated on a, on a similar note. Minus points I don't give a shit about, but something that it's like, you can't kill yourself with self-destruct or final sting to get success and also it doesn't Mm -hmm. damage you so if you don't take if you're going for something that doesn't require you taking no damage Mm self-destruct and final sting don't hurt you they just put you in the ko state so they're eligible Mm -hmm. so i kind of i i wasn't i wasn't a super big fan of that particular aspect of the carnival i don't know if you have any issues with boom no i just like that you can do it however you want yeah 
You know what I mean? Um, and I like that it's up to you whether you want to do it the hard way or whether you just want to face roll it. Um, because doing it both ways is is fun. But yeah, I I, I kind of wish that for doing it the hard way, there were some kind of like special achievements or special conditions or whatever. That would be cool. Like if if you could get some kind of like special title, special glamour for going all the way through the carnival without uh, dying. Yeah, without yeah. getting KO'd once. Yeah, that would be sweet. That'd be really cool. But, you know, like, yeah, the score as well, the, the chat makes a good point that it's kind of, uh, it's arbitrary. Like, there's no leaderboards. You're just like, oh, that's a number. Cool. Doesn't mean yeah. anything. Yeah. Um, mm. Somebody outside my apartment listening to loud, like, somebody's listening to very sensual music out of their car right now. It sounds Ooh. like, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I, uh, I think stuff like that's possible because I think for me, the mass carnival kind of represents a, a whole lot of potential the game hasn't realized mm -hmm. uh, in ways yes. of these score screens at the end. Okay. I've, I've always said that a compromise I'd love to not having DPS meters is to have a result screen at the end of a dungeon that kind of gauges your performance so that if a player's you know, doing a subpar amount of DPS, it says, well, you got to see in damage. Like, like Dauntless. Kind of like that. Get, yeah. 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 That would be cool. Um, and then like how a number of AOEs you got hit by and things. I, I just wanted to kind of parse your actions, you know, action mm -hmm. by action and kind of determine performance or any sort of special things that you accomplished. I've mentioned mm -hmm. dungeon achievements for ages. Like, mm -hmm. or raid achievements for doing things in an unconventional manner. Mm -hmm. it, it, it finally got put in the game in the Mass Carnival. Yeah. There's three special achievements for doing fights in a very particular way. Okay. Um, I won't, I since it sounds like neither of you have done them, and I assume you may want to figure them out for yourself, because they don't <laughs> tell you how to do it. There's no... There's not a single place in the game that tells you. You literally have to read the, na the name of the achievement and kind of just go, oh, well, it's probably that. Okay. Um, the names are... Well, the achievement name, the first one, probably the easiest one in my opinion, is Octopath Traveler, which is to acquire the Trouble with Tentacles bonus detail, which is a hidden one. It doesn't tell you how to obtain it. Um, then there's Giant Slayer, which I think is a hidden feat of the same name. Uh, in a different one, and then there's Perfect Blue, which is another hidden feat. And it doesn't tell you how to obtain any of them, you just kind of have to piece them together based on the name of the achievement. And you have to perform a very specific task within the encounter itself in order to, in order to obtain these. So it is basically parsing you action by action to make sure you're doing it correctly. And so they have the technology. They have it. They've always said the main reason why doing dungeon achievements and shit was tough because they didn't have the technology to parse you action yeah, by action. Yeah, bullshit, yeah. Which they do because the duty recorder does the f same fucking thing. Yeah, exactly. It just yeah. only does it for the instances it's, it qualifies for. Mm -hmm. I want this. I want it so bad in the rest of the game. have been wanting this for years. Like, look at old WoW achievements. Look at, like, Halo 3 achievements. Look at fucking ultimate weapons and Dynasty Warriors. That shit was hella cool. And I want it in this game. 
And this is the All first right. time we've seen it in the goddamn carnival. <laughs> and it makes me anxious. It makes me wish there were more of them for this version of the carnival, too. Mm -hmm. I don't want to wait for more of these. But if you if you aren't doing anything on your plumages tonight, try to figure out what they are and try to achieve them. Because it is it is fun. That's That was the most fun I had with the mass carnival itself. Do you think we might see an update of the carnival before we get a level cap increase? Mm -mm. Not a chance. Because I think that would be really cool if they added just like five or ten encounters each patch for the Mars Carnival. That would be really I'm not cool. saying they won't. I'm saying I don't think they will. Mm -hmm. Yeah, all right. I agree with that. But it would be cool. Yeah, which is another... Which was another kind of point that I... The carnival is not enough carnival for me there. Mm -hmm. That's bottom line. Okay. There's, there's not enough carnival for me there. Okay, all right. Yeah, I, I, I hear that as well. I would have liked... Um, a little bit more, maybe maybe fifty, maybe a hundred levels of it be good. Yeah, and another thing with the carnival is weekly challenges. Mm -hmm. Now I mentioned those bonus details before, but every week there's a beginner, an intermediate, and an advanced weekly challenge, which is for Gil, Ally Teals, and Tombstones of Poetics. Which, by the way, mm -hmm. just fucking make it cap Tombstones at this point. I don't give a shit if it's level fifty content. It doesn't need to drop fucking Poetics in twenty nineteen. Yeah. Yeah, that's really Allied Seals. I appreciate because mm -hmm. those I've there's a, a, enough ways to use those, mm -hmm. but I want it to be. I don't care if it's level fifty content. Make it capped tomes. I just you've got eight bajillion other ways to obtain capped. Tomes. Why does this because that's level fifty just need to be poetics? I don't care. Uh, point oh. They're never going to do it because then it would be because the, then you'd have a new player who gets to 50 gets this and all of a sudden they're earning cap tomes and they're not even max level. Mm -hmm. But if I max level on something, I'd like to earn cap tomes instead of pose. So well, what about gear and accessories and shit or something? I don't know. I just I'm not a fan of getting you know I'm saying? Like it's, it's funding. It's basically funding your way through the carnival. That would yeah, but they gave me a full 130 left side set, so I don't fucking care. <laughs> The poetics are being used to get the right side, if anything. Like, if you somehow yeah. don't have the poetics for right side Blue Mage stuff, and that'll probably be the case going forward. I don't know. I just, the, I give, just giving pose and uh, something you introduced in the game in 2019 is kind of just, eh. I don't know. It just doesn't resonate with me very much from a reward structure. They said it was deliberately, like, weak rewards because they just wanted to get people familiar with it. But I don't know. I can't. I don't. I don't want it. I just, I just don't want it to be pose. I don't see why we're giving pose for fucking rewards in 2019. I'm just saying that's how I feel. Anyway, weekly challenges. They're pretty it's fun. A good idea. Yeah. I want that in dungeons and raids and shit. I okay. want, I want every week for a max level dungeon to get marked with a weekly challenge that has you approach it with like a set of rules you wouldn't normally approach it with. And give you bonus, give you Actually, bonuses and shit. That's how I feel. And this is, I don't know, there's just all these ideas there that I want everywhere else. Which is fucked up because it's how everyone else feels about Blue Mage. <laughs> Everyone's like, yeah, make Blue Mage in the rest of the game. I'm like, no, put the carnival shit in the rest of the game. <laughs> that first before your job, alright? <laughs> I agree with that, yeah. I honestly agree with that. Like, they could put Blue Mage in the rest of the game, but if they did, like, it'd be fucking boring. Like, 
at, 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 its, at its base level, like sitting down and doing a Blue Mage rotation on a dummy or whatever, it's 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 fucking awful. It's so boring. Well, that's I feel like that's because they had to focus on giving us so many of the same spell with different elements just for the card. Well, yeah, of course. I don't think they need to do Absolutely. that going into the next 80 spells. Like, the next 80 spells mm -hmm. don't need to be another plane cracker or another mm -hmm. flamethrower or something or some shit like that. Mm -hmm. I think we do but need they're going to be. There's got to be some. There's at least a wind one. Yeah, they're going to be. Or, or there's going to be one other uh, skill that they're just going to have to clone for every element. Please don't. I don't yeah, want it. But, like, aesthetically, it's really boring, you know? I, I just think, it, like, they introduced Samurai and Red Mage, which was so flashy and had such cool rotations and sort of, you know, dipping in and out and all that. Like, really fun and satisfying to play. And the only thing that is satisfying about Blue Mage is, uh, again, the content and the the way that you have to approach the the problem solving for the content but not Blue the individual skills yeah the individual skills and the way they work together is it really... doesn't matter in a lot of stuff yeah no it doesn't but i i just think that if they took blue mage as it is right now and just made it not limited who would who would main it like it'd be boring Dude, I'd love to go through a level 70 dungeon with fucking Doom. That's all I... <laughs> yeah, alright. Yeah, okay. Alright, I'll give you that. But it wouldn't work. It wouldn't, it wouldn't work in a level 70 dungeon. It would work on the trash. Yeah, but if it did, then it would be broken. Yeah. Like, they couldn't have it's it. It's dungeon trash. It was broken a long yeah. time ago. Yeah. <laughs> no, fair enough. Yeah. Um, and that kind of is the last major point about Blue Mage. Is does it really... Does, like based on your getting your hands on it and i'm not talking about direct one-to-one -one implementation of blue mage as it is now to a level 70 point like obviously changes would have to be made mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. after playing it and i'm gonna go to sly first because ethos and i've been rambling on do you really think it deserves to be limited outside of the extra workload it would do to like bring it up to 70 and you know more job quests and the way all the other jobs are paid like from a gameplay perspective, do you really think it needs to be limited? After my experience? Yes. I'd say so. Why? Because, again, like, content-wise, it reminds me of a little bit of Eureka and the fact that, you know, it's allowing us to do some of the quote-unquote broken, stupid shit that we wouldn't otherwise be allowed to do normally. Mm-hmm. Now see, so, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to hit you with the thing here though. I agree okay. when it lets us do it, but there's plenty of times it doesn't. Okay. The point so you made two points on stage. The one that you're referring to now is it would be mm -hmm. too overpowered. Where he gave the example of using level five death against Omega. That doesn't fucking work in the game. It doesn't work now. It's not going to work when we get level 5 death. It's not going to work when we get to Omega. But misses. I get that it was a it was it was hyperbole. <clears throat> but if that's your reason, then let us go nuts with the fucking thing. I don't see why certain stupid but OP shit shouldn't work on the old. It, 
it loses some of its luster when you let us go completely nuts. And then no, that's the like, whole luster of the job to me. That was that was part of the class fantasy I was presented. Hmm. But that's how I feel. Oh, okay. All right. So let me uh, pose this to Ethis. If it didn't, mm-hmm. if they allowed us to go completely fucking crazy and had no limits whatsoever, like Mike is saying, would mm-hmm. it be fun to you? Would it have that challenge? No, I don't think it would. No. So to me, that's the same as saying using self-destruct versus not using self-destruct, you know? Like yeah. self-destruct like has this limitless power. Fun to do it without it. Yeah. 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 So, but I'm saying there has to be like at the very least, I at least wish like your basic combos would work on a more important. If you're gonna ask me to kill Ifrit hard mode, let more than eight of my spells work against him. Right. You know? Well, that's the problem is that like these encounters have been designed so that they're immune to CC. Right. Yeah. Um, because that's how they were originally designed. First of all. Yeah, well, I mean, they're experimenting with, like, CC being important and integral, the beginning of ARR, and it was just, like, frustrating players, and it was, like, narrowing uh, compositions and stuff like that. So it just wasn't floating. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the solution would be. I mean, maybe I guess you could you could make it so that if you're only going in with Blue Mage, then suddenly, like, you know, all the rules are out the window and you can silence and stun the shit out of Ifrit, like, ad nauseum. But that wouldn't be as much fun. I like the idea that you can... There's, like, some basic rules, like, in a boss, right, you can do the ads or missile the ads or whatever. And freeze the, the ads. Shit out of them. Yeah, or, fr- or freeze the ads, exactly. But you can't do that to the boss. And I feel like I feel like that's enough to give you that sense of of power and being like, oh, damn, like, I couldn't do this with any other job. This is fucking awesome. This is so cool. But right. at the same time, not making the the boss and subsequently the whole encounter a complete face roll, right? Right. So I think I think it's in a, like, pretty good place, honestly, in, in regards to those sorts of rules and the way they apply to bosses. I'm just saying if that's a reason you've given me why it needs to be limited and it doesn't work that way, then mm-hmm. I suddenly don't accept that reason for it being limited. Mm-hmm. You know? I just think it needs to be limited because if it wasn't limited, it would be fucking boring, honestly. I think that obviously if it wasn't limited, it wouldn't be designed this way. And exactly. it would be designed kind of like our traditional cookie cutter... Ever, yeah. you know, whatever. Like, I, I, I accept that. I accept that that's a good reason. That may be a good reason to argue... For it being limited. Well, it's it's like I keep saying, if it wasn't limited, I get it to level seventy, and I'd probably never play it again. About eight like, to ten percent of the, yeah, about eight to ten yeah. percent of people would probably play. That's the average number of for someone who has something at seventy who mains it. Right. Yeah. And um, I think I think this is the point that Yoshida was trying to make when he first announced it and announced it was going to be limited. Is that they had a choice between making a real blue mage or making something that. That blue statement mage. really hurts. A real blue mage, and then well, you know what I mean. It's yeah. like a real blue mage versus something that is blue mage themed, but is just another ranged DPS. You know, and they obviously decided that they couldn't really do the latter, and that the people that wanted blue mage wanted something more like what we've been playing with this week, and I think that that's probably true. Um, okay, well, that's one point that he made as to why mm. it would be limited. Um, 
What was the other one? Oh, the other one was... This one is kind of on 50-50 on. They didn't want to risk you not having a certain skill going into content. Mm-hmm. And listen, Yoshida, I'm going to be honest with you. I've done a lot of dungeons in my days. Sometimes I wish they didn't have the skills and excuse not to be using it. <laughs> because they're not using the skills they're supposed to be using anyway, a lot of people. Mm. <laughs> like when a, when a, when a black mage doesn't doesn't use fire in a dungeon i'd feel a lot better knowing he just hadn't unlocked it yet (laughs) (laughs) so like with blue mage it's like i don't know if that's the dev team's job to police that versus our job to police that. no it's it's not i mean i was finding yesterday like doing these eight man titan runs i was having people in chat being like oh why isn't this guy using this skill and that skill and i'm like probably just hasn't unlocked it like isn't that the the point of this like are we seriously gonna start down this road where we start excluding blue mages from blue mage only parties because they don't have a particular skill it's like no that's that's stupid right right i just feel like they already have job quests that go yeah go learn that spell for me Mm -hmm. that's it you've done it you've literally incorporated the thing that pushes people to learn the spells you want them to learn Mm-hmm. And you need, to, and by the way, the five spells you need to learn before going into the mass carnival, of them, one is a good leveling spell, and the other one you'll might you'll probably spam in the carnival. And the rest are just like, I can do some things with these, but why? Like, so you think we could literally just have it unlimited and have the job quest be go and find this mob and learn this spell? I think we could. Obviously, I'm not saying that if you took these exact 49 spells and moved the job up to level 70, it would function in any way i don't i'm not saying that Mm -hmm. i'm saying their reasons for it being limited don't hold well with me because i'm not Mm -hmm. seeing that in their finished design okay do you think do you think um the relevancy of spells at like certain levels how you you know did the quest and got the spells do you think if the spells were different if the spells actually you know mattered like they actually mean something and they were kind of required in a way uh, for you to kind of get through. Do you think that would have made a difference? Sorry to everyone watching. I just got a steel series. I got to update the software. <laughs> just, got a, just got a little uh, ding. That's me, not you. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, I do think if they did that, it would just be, it would, it would be fine. I mean, I don't, I don't think that blue mage being unlimited and it learning skills in the open world are, mutually exclusive i did before we played it Mm. and now after seeing the implementation i don't think they need to be mutually exclusive i don't think listen somebody brought up you could still take classes into current content you could queue into fucking orbone tomorrow tonight and get a gladiator in there that motherfucker doesn't have half his spells but he's allowed in Mm. it's the same Mm. fucking thing i just he also can't like doom all the ads (laughs) You know, <laughs> I'm aware of that. I can't doom half the bosses anyway. Those those ads yeah. fall over in such a way. If you could doom them, I probably wouldn't fucking notice the difference. Mm, all right. I don't know. I just feel like outside of some clear like Blue Mage also has some insane utility that like outside of breaking things like they have a reprisal on demand in the form mm. of bad breath that if something's mm. if something's eligible can be a paralyze, a slow, a heavy. It could be all those mm. things. They have a 30% magical trick attack for 10 seconds every 60 fucking seconds, mm. which is ridiculous. 
Mm-hmm. Like they have those kind of things that like I could apply them to the game itself, and even if they are like overtuned a bit, but I just I don't know. I don't see it. I don't see the reason why they needed to be limited outside of this would have taken significantly more dev time than other jobs normally do. So we'll go this route and we can develop it over time instead of spending mm-hmm. two years straight developing the one job that eight mm-hmm. percent of our players will will pick up maybe at level seventy. I, I think it's, again, I think their thinking was more like people are saying they want Blue Mage. What do they really want? What do they want that to be like? And they've tried to deliver something that's more like that and less like, uh, like you say, a cookie cutter sort of taking the aesthetic and making it fit into Final Fantasy XIV's uh, MO, you know? I feel like that's what they've really tried to do. And I, I, I think you're right that a lot of their reasoning is not as um, restrictive as perhaps they thought. And maybe they'll realize over the next you know, couple of months with more Blue Mage feedback that they could make it less restrictive. Um, but I, I think that the way they've done it was a very kind of tentative and careful uh, approach. It was like, let's put it out there and see what people do with it and see how people kind of take to it rather than just being like, all right, Blue Mage, off you go, have, have, have fun. Like, I, I think being being careful about it, making sure that they're releasing it in such a way that it doesn't, like, immediately break the game was a, a smart way to approach it. I think approaching it cautiously, um, approaching it tentatively was the right way to go. And I think that this kind of feedback that we're talking about, yeah, they'll, they'll take that in stride, surely, right? I'd hope. Because I want to keep enjoying it, because despite my problems with it, I had mm-hmm. fun. I won't deny mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But I have some very open criticisms about it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Sly, any, any last thoughts on this? Limited versus unlimited? Anything you got to get off your chest? I'm fine with the with it the way it is. I, I mean, like, going into FanFest, going... Like, well, coming out of uh, FanFest after everybody saw the reveal and, you know, you had that, you know, disappointment in comparison to now, I, I kind of still, I still feel the same way. I, I'm glad it's implemented the way it is. Um, and I'm looking forward to, to seeing more stuff, more um, content for it in the near future. Like, this, I... There's a such thing as too much power. There's a such thing as, you know, going a little bit overboard. So um, I think this would be one of the cases where we, if it weren't limited, it would it would suffer from, it would suffer from, I feel the same thing that, you know, Samurai suffered from at the beginning of um, Stormblood. What, no utility? <laughs> It definitely won't <laughs> suffer from that. That's definitely not a problem for Blue Mage. No, no. But it would like it'd be that content that everybody would do, and like you, you would have the issue where nobody else would want to do anything because hey, we hit, like Blue Mage. I want to do Blue Mage. I want to do all this Blue Mage shit, and mm-hmm. like it, it's so good. Why aren't you bringing a Blue Mage? The fuck is wrong with you? Why aren't you? It's like you, you like you mean more like dragoon now because if a bar if a bard's in a party and he doesn't see a dragoon, that motherfucker's leaving. He's gone. Yeah, exactly. 
So, like, why uh, the fuck don't we have a blue mage in our comp? I mean, that's going to happen, though, when you have eight jobs in a raid and 15-plus jobs in the game. Like, no matter what, someone's getting left out. I had someone bring up that, uh, honestly, having four tanks would probably be healthier for the game than having three, because then there isn't just one lone fucker getting pointed out. Mm -hmm. He's got a friend on the bench with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, I mean, I kind, I kind of agree with <laughs> Like, okay, so in terms of job composition and balancing and stuff like that, the game's in the best place it's ever been in. Can we, can we agree on that? Can we, can we agree on what? The, the game's in, in terms the of balancing, the game's probably in the best oh, place. Oh, yeah, job, job balance. Yeah. Is, it's, just, it's just class fantasy that's a bit questionable on a couple of them. Right. Yeah. Um, so throwing Blue Mage into that mix again was going to make a big, big But throwing mess. any job, and, and, and every job, every new expansion is always going to do that. We're going to mm -hmm. be saying this in, you know, six, seven months when Shadowbringers comes out. Like, you know, mm -hmm. oh, the balance on this is all fucked up. It's so clearly worse. Like, it's, something's going to get the short end of the stick. Maybe it's the new jobs. Maybe it's the old ones, you know? Mm -hmm. So something's always going to be screwed. No, nothing's ever gonna fully escape the the MMO fuckery of balance. Mm. It's just it's just not a winning it's not a winning game without complete homogenization at the very least. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think I think it remains to be seen. I think that um, we have every reason to believe the balancing for Shadowbringers is going to be really good, honestly, because they've just been getting better and better and better at balancing roles and balancing jobs without without use like you say homogenizing them too much making sure they do still have distinct identities now i do want to give the dev team a bit of credit i said i didn't really agree with their decisions on limited versus unlimited but mm. at this early you brought up an exploit that's been a pretty hot topic with blue mage for the past week right in that you are able to kill a monster on one job like a red mage mm. and swap to blue mage before getting the exp credit and then keep doing that to power level the job. This has been an exploit that has always been in the game. Yes. Like, since the beginning of ARR. It just wasn't like, as prevalent because we weren't one-shotting mobs, nor was yeah. over, nor were overworld monsters much in the way of a, a considerable method for experience points. Yeah. So why did they not fix this before implementing Blue? Why, why did they not anticipate this? You know? Why, why was this not considered why was this not tested i well like, they said they were surprised? Oh, who's what? fucking surprised like show of hands who's who's surprised that people are doing this is anyone over i was, surprised, that people are I was doing surprised this? to figure out how it worked because when i first heard of this i thought it was like mm. the pagos light trick right where you change yeah. it, it's not like the pagos light trick it's part of the pagos light trick but the main mm. problem that it, so the way the game is designed right now is when you enter combat and you gain aggro Upon mm -hmm. the monster dying, there's a three-second delay before you're allowed to change jobs again. The mm -hmm. reason that this exploit is more powerful is because when you one-shot a monster, it never goes on your aggro list, so it subverts that restriction mm -hmm. and lets mm -hmm. you change jobs ahead of the server tick, which is part of it. Yeah. They, they don't need to change anything about the way you get experience. They just need to change the way and the, the timescale over which you can change jobs. Yeah. And they acknowledged that this was something they knew, but it just was never relevant. So it was like mm -hmm. on the back burner. And I appreciated mm -hmm. that the dev team openly called it an exploit, asked players not to do it, but said, we're not going to ban anyone because it's our fault. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it's like, I don't give them credit for ignoring it, but I give them credit for not being like, well, that's an exploit. Fuck them. Let's ban them all. And at that yeah. point, they couldn't have done that because right. they would have been yeah. so but they're But they're also like making an announcement to anyone that doesn't know, know about what that it exploit. Is, yeah. You know, that's like, ah, and everyone's like, oh shit, there's this exploit that we don't get banned for. Let's fucking go. Let's do it. You know, <laughs> stupid. I think it's still right to report someone if they're doing what you guys are talking about, like pulling your mobs while you're trying to like level or do stuff out in the open world. Oh, that's Even shitty. If, yeah. If I think that, that's harassment. I mean, that's yeah. you could, that kind of, this is kind of like the ACT of exploits kind of thing where like, as long well, as you don't talk like, about it kind of thing. It, it falls under one of two things. They could be doing, doing it maliciously or they could say like, Hey, you might need help. I'm like, no, I don't need help. But thank you. Thank you. But no, no, I'm good. Good. I just don't know why they didn't fix that before they implemented yeah. Blue Mage. And they they just they did, they clearly just didn't expect players to abuse it. It's kind of like the Chocobo. So yeah, this has happened. So, yeah, like the Chocobo thing as well. Like this happened so many times, and they're like, "Oh yeah, no, we know this is an exploit, but like people won't do it. People are cool. Like whatever. <laughs> are we? Are we really?" The Chocobo thing they said was intentional, but they just didn't expect people to kind of attack, tackle it the way that they did. So they have to, yeah. Thursday, it's getting reverted. So. Right. Yeah. And again, it's like, really? You just didn't think people were going to abuse it. All right. Okay. Sure. I was just glad that the dev team didn't take uh, a, we're going to ban you stance because it was mm. their own fault. Yeah. And, and it's they not couldn't. like, they'd have to <laughs> ban like a million people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it would it, it would be a lot of people getting banned but it's still you know sometimes there's there's a degree of pride where you know somebody does something against the rules of the game and you know you look at that and go nope not allowed see you and you mm. suspend them or ban them or whatever it is uh mm. but they took a different stance they took they took good uh, you know they took responsibility for it and i just uh i appreciate that I feel like they've done this a few times where they've been yeah. like, we're not going to ban anyone, but please don't do this. Yeah, that's, a, I was still like, they're like, well, now that we've told you how to do it, please and we're told you we're not going to ban you for it, please don't yeah. do it. <laughs> it's yeah. like, what, what was the last one of these that we were laughing about? Well, they Unger, definitely not Unger Max. Unger Max, they banned Unger people. Max. I was about to say Unger Max, but no, no. They banned people for Unger Max. They did. Yeah. But they also said like, oh, there's this thing, and like, here's how you do it. Now please don't do it. And it's like, <laughs> Are you fucking serious? <laughs> uh, yeah, and Unger Max was a lot more, I guess, destructive in terms of mm. game balance than killing an yeah. overworld monster and changing jobs is. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think they ever publicly acknowledged how to do the Pomander thing that they No, they, no, they didn't. They didn't yeah. make a statement about that. No, no, that's a whole different thing. But yeah, I don't know. I just wanted to to call that to attention because I was I was pretty happy to see that. Also, if it normal, I guess it'll be fixed Thursday too because you're supposed to be able to learn eruption. People have learned mm. eruption from it, but that's at least one primal you can do in a full blue mage party by your fucking self. <laughs> so, and I'm gonna go solo for hard mode after this for a YouTube video. So nice. It's gonna be a long dude. You have to cast thousand needles three hundred and twenty two times to kill Ifrit hard mode. <laughs> Jeez. That's assuming you do right. that's assuming you do absolutely no damage from any other source. It takes 322 casts of a thousand needles to kill him. And you can that's... probably do about four. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, obviously you're capped out. It's about five and a half seconds to cast it with enough spell speed. So it's just So how do you 
how do you destroy the nails? Like, what you, else? You you uh, you unmighty guard, nuke one down, and then go back and then mighty guard, and you can survive. Actually, with vending accessories, you can actually survive four nails with Diamondback. Oh yeah, it does about nine thousand three hundred damage. I think it was. Okay. okay. Um, so if you have just over that, the only problem is you would survive and then have two hundred HP and need to white win six thousand times to survive. <laughs> so you probably don't. But with one nail destroyed, you only take a thousand damage with Diamondback. So. Alright. But you reckon it's gonna take 45 minutes to kill? Well, I'm gonna say 15 minutes to get build Echo, and then mm. another 30 <laughs> minutes to kill it. You could totally do it without Echo, but my mm. god, do you not want to, trust me. Mm. Yeah, you're gonna have to HP pot you know, the fucking thing after you you oh, do god. it with four nails. I'm gonna give it a shot, but I'm gonna... It, it takes about 20 minutes to get to... The big thing with, with Echo is it lives, gives you enough HP to stand in eruptions and just keep casting Thousand Needles. So you can usually get like four casts of a Thousand Needles off before needing to White Wind. So that's 4,000. <laughs> Plus Primal Spells. Good. Plus Primal yeah, Spells. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm, just, you, I'm, just, I'm just looking for stupid things to do, okay? <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> Leave me alone. I just like doing stupid things. Uh. Okay. All right, is there anything else we want to discuss with uh, Blue Mage? Anything else before we wrap up? I think we've been pretty thorough. Yeah. Thorough. Do we do we have a wish list for any other limited jobs? Or do we want them to just... I, I would, I, I'm job. in the boat. They'd rather you should just do unlimited jobs. Here's my okay. thing. I would just do okay. unlimited. Just The concept, it's been fun, but you mm -hmm. your grounds for doing it haven't held through for me. I can't mm -hmm. possibly wish for you to do another one. If mm -hmm. I don't believe Blue Mage what? needs to be limited, there's no reason I should believe that any of the other things they name should be limited. Don't okay. Blitzballer can be limited. That one. That one can be limited. <laughs> you have to collect Blitzball. You have to collect teammates. There you go. Uh, happy say we do. Shot in the dark, we do get another limited job. It's Beastmaster and Puppet Master. They named them. Collect pets, collect parts for your automaton. Like that's it. That's mm -hmm. what it's gonna be. The real question is, do they then also just get their own stages in the Mass Carnival? Or is there like a... something completely different. Do they do a grouped version of the Carnival where all the limited jobs can team up and do Carnival shit together? I don't know. No, I feel like they do something different because Mass Carnival is kind of, you know, relegated for Blue Mage. Hey, if we put on a show, they'll let anyone... Dude, Puppet Masters look swag. Have you not seen that art that artifact gear? Dude, they're ready to put on a show. That's actually what they're... They're showmen. That's what they are. The automaton is supposed to be for for putting on for putting on shows, and then they use it to fuck people up. <laughs> there you go. They put on a little puppet show, dances and everything. It spins around like dancer. Good to go. Beastmaster. I don't. I don't know. They would have to make like they would have to do like rock paper scissors with pets, like mm -hmm. tiger, like you know beasts are strong against this. Kind of like mm -hmm. Lords of Vermilion does it. I hate to say it. I was about to say that. <laughs> Beastmaster yeah. Endgame is going to be lots of immediate. Yeah, pretty much. I just, I would just prefer uh, no more limited, personally. I don't, I, 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 you haven't proven your point with me with Blue Mage's implementation. Mm. So, that's how I yeah. feel. What about you, Sly? Um, yeah, like, um, I'm, I'm down for a uh, Puppet Master slash Beastmaster. I don't see any other, um, any other jobs that could work in a limited capacity i think chemist chemist could work yeah have to have to craft shit for your abilities we call that alchemist yeah 
Yeah, but like having to use like limited kind of crafting stuff. We call those Hamlets, that, that, and I that'd don't be a those. nightmare. That would suck. Yeah. <laughs> don't, oh don't. yeah, no, that, that 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 would be a nightmare. But like, but like having abilities, like having a super powerful ability, but being like, oh, I've only got like thirty of these because I, I I was only grinding my gathering for you know an hour, so I can only use this thirty times. <laughs> chat, chat says it's blowing the job gatekeeper. Got to throw him wide. Yes. Oh, perfect, perfect. Because there's only so many gates. And I don't know how we haven't figured that there's out. There's three. Yet. There's three every hour. Yeah, you're right. There are only so it's, many. It's very, it's very limited. We're going on like we can't throw wide all the gates, but we could throw wide literally all the gates in no time. This show always gets so quality in the last ten minutes. Yeah, it does. every week, every fucking no. week. All right. Okay. okay. Are we done talking about Blue Mage then? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. All right, well then, before we start wrapping things up, reminder, there will not be a show next week, because Kingdom Hearts takes precedent over State of the Realm. Uh, it has been decreed, thus, so it shall be. That, and it's a few days before FanFest, so honestly, like, I think we're all just kind of anticipating FanFest anyway. Uh, so we'll have a show the following week, um, I believe that would be February 5th, and that is going to be a show about whatever comes out of the European FanFest. So that's when the next show will be. Other than that, I don't think there's anything else to announce. So at this, thanks for joining us again this week. Uh, anytime, guys. And right. if any of you jabronis are at uh, FanFest in Paris, then uh, I will be there. So don't be a stranger. Well, you can tell them that as I give you the opportunity to sign off because that was where I was going with that one. Okay. Well, what I just said. Um, otherwise, you can find me on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Thanks for adopting yeah. the way that I do it. All the places. Uh, as Zeth is Asher. It's, it's, it's really easy. Um, yeah, super easy. That's me. I love you. Mwah. What about Sly? <laughs> I don't know if Sly's going to give you kisses, guys. I'm sorry. Ooh. Probably not. Probably not. Uh, but you can find me on twitch.tv slash slyakgreenfox, Twitter at slythefox, youtube.com slash thevelvetroom, facebook.com slash slyakgreatfox. Um, I won't be in Perry, so I can't give you hugs and kisses like Ethis, but um, I'll be here at Merca. Um, yeah, I'll be, on, I'll be on Kingdom Hearts next week when it comes out. I will be on uh, Resident Evil 2 this Friday. You can preload it tonight, Ooh. I think. Ooh. <laughs> Mm. Spoopies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Haps, where can they find you? Are, are you in Murica? I am in Murica. I'm on the other side of Murica than Sly, but I am in Murica. Uh, you can find me Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, uh, all Mr. Happy1227. I too will be playing Kingdom Hearts 3 next week. Uh, for those who don't know my YouTube channel, if you go to youtube.com and, sla- and do slash Xehanort1227, it will point you to my YouTube channel. Because before I renamed it to Mr. Happy, that was the hyperlink that I gave it <laughs> when I would upload old Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix uh, imported, you know, kill videos <laughs> from, you know, whatever, 2007, 2008, whatever it was. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited. I've kind of kept my excitement lukewarm because it's been fucking 14 years since I played Kingdom Hearts 2 or since Kingdom Hearts 2 came out. And so at this point, I just need to play it. And that's when I'll be excited while I'm playing it. And that's it. Because it's waited too fucking long. 
I can't, I can't, I can't play the games any more fucking times leading up to this game. It's been enough. All right, but I'll play it. And then it's Fan Fest, and then February. I think has got some fun stuff going on. I don't remember off the top of my head, but uh, hopefully we've got some fun stuff. Anyway, that's going to be a wrap for us this week. Thank you again to our sponsors, Steel Series and Patreon. And we will not see you next week, so see you in two weeks from this episode. So thank you, everyone, for watching, and we will see you then. Thanks, guys. Take care. Is that your bird? Yeah. No, there's a fucking owl outside. It's the middle of the day. <laughs> like, <laughs> owl. I've been hearing that for the last 10 minutes. And I've been yeah, like... No, it's a fucking owl. Yeah, it's been going off for the last 10 minutes. Like... Fucking drunk. Jeez. <laughs> like, it's 10 to 1 in the afternoon. I'm going to leave this part in just so anyone watching the end knows there's an owl outside. <laughs> like, what was that?